This is the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast, a CFCP production with Mike and Laurent. We're off, Mike. We are off. We are going. There's a cricket that just started cricketing. Goddamn crickets. I fucking hate them. You gotta, you gotta kill that fucking cricket. You gotta kill that fucking cricket. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Hold on. I can't kill the cricket, but what I can do is, is lower the gain on my machine. So am I loud? Oh, that was loud. God. <laughs> this is better than the show. Now we have outtakes. Oh, wow. That was, that was brutal. Did you hear that too? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. No, okay. okay, so the cricket sound is gone? No, I can still hear it very clearly. Oh, fuck. I don't know where the hell it came from. Well, we're having crickets because I'm in a garage that's barely enclosed. So crickets it is. <laughs> this is we're gonna, that's going to be in the show title. Uh, Mike Laurent and a cricket. I don't know where the cricket is, but it's here. This has happened to me before. Oh, my God. That's fantastic. The, the cricket appears. I, I remember the, from Crab Football, Crab Pundit. This is why. Because he's here. Maybe if I turn the light on. Uh, he'll, oh, my God. He'll, he'll go away. Just hold on. Yeah, give that a go. Fucking unbelievable. We have outtakes, folks. Okay. Uh, I may have made the cricket stop, but I don't know. I just sort of swung a stick at the wall. <laughs> because you, uh, I mean, you I think it did something. Yeah, well. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know how we're going to pick out this spot, but uh, I'll definitely send you from here on out. So let's... Let me try and like make a little did, marker. Did Trump build the wall? So that when I see well, the Well, hold sound, on. Wait, before – well, yeah, this no, doesn't count. Like, whatever. No, no, no. Well, the the, the reason why I made that sound is – well, now you fucked it up. I'm going to clap a couple times so that when I edit it, I know you where the line is. You can see it. I know. I know. I get it. I get it. What I'm saying is send me this also because I'll, oh, I'll send you the, this I can send you the, I can send you the whole thing. Yeah, don't, don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Fine. Um, it's, it's, that, that was hilarious. Anyway. All right. Do your clapping. <laughs> now, no, no. Now we're fine. I, now I don't care. I'll just fade it in. I, you, know, you know how I do it. I just do the intro. I fade it in. And then it's, we're off. All right. Uh, this, is, uh, this is the show. Uh, Anna Cricket. Uh, Mike's got, Mike's going to take the floor and tell us some, some very, very interesting things about mildly interesting topics. Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it, and it's a great segue, Laurent. Thank you for that. Um, we by no means, either of us, are professional television critics or movie critics for that matter. Um, but something struck me recently with uh, the new show on Apple TV, which for those of you that don't have it, is one of the 74 new streaming services you can pay way too much a month for. Um, but it's a show called Ted Lasso, and it's based on a hypothetical or a fictional character um, that NBC drummed up out of thin air as part of their marketing materials when they got the Premier League rights about seven years ago. It's a character voiced and in, 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 uh, created by Jason Sudeikis, who is a, your prototypical football, American football coach who goes over to London and coaches my Tottenham Hotspur in these clips seven years ago, right? And the whole joke is that he doesn't know a damn thing about it. He's got flashcards to learn about the team names. Uh, he doesn't know how many countries are in this country. The answer is four, evidently. Uh, and he, now he's at the, the, this culture clash. So seven years later, Apple TV revives this character, sort of a la like the, when the cavemen got a show from, from Geico, right? And you're kind of sitting there, you're like, man, I hope that doesn't suck. And I have good news. I've watched seven of the 10 episodes so far, and it's beautifully 
hysterical and it's it, there's just so much more to it than just a simple comedy show it's a charming enjoyable goofy comedy that just comes across genuine all the way through uh it's almost similar to a parks and rec or a modern family in that it's just so well-rounded uh all of the characters are one more likable than the last but jason sudeikis steals the show as ted lasso he's similar in that in that modern family respect to like a phil dunphy Right? It's, it's his relentless pursuit of success, achieve the quote-unquote right way with just a ton of unfamiliar metaphors to all these, uh, these English kids who are basically on his team. And it's this, that culture clash that really uh, is what the writing is all about. Um, and just as, like I said with the writing, just as like football, just as you start to fall in love with it, it starts to make you feel pain. It starts to make you feel every range of emotion that you could ever even realize you were feeling. Uh, and that's where it kind of catches you off guard, and, and now you're, you're sucked in. You're completely there. Um, watching these, this group of individuals all slowly start to gel, even at the behest of some of their original ends, uh, like I said, this massive clash of, clash of cultures becomes a new culture altogether. Uh, in fact, it, it harkens the first two episodes. I mentioned it to a friend of mine. I said it's very much like the movie Major League, a little bit of an older reference, but similar how the, there's a female owner who just wants to drive the team into the ground. And at her behest, she starts to love Ted Lasso and love the team and how they've been doing. Uh, and in fact, that's part of the, the charm of the show for me. In 2020, everybody's got an agenda. Everybody's got a, a, a something to sell you and something to push. This show doesn't. There's storylines for everybody in there, white, black, women, male, doesn't matter. In fact, two female leads in the show are wonderful in their roles. And they're just, you're rooting for them the entire way through. There's no, there's no ulterior motives. There's no underhanded, basically, agenda to push. Um, it's just you want their personal success as a function of this, the team itself, right? Um, but I think the, the, the authenticity. Are, are you saying that it's anti-woke? It's. Anti it looks in the face of woke and goes, this is actually what feminism is about. And I think that that's a beautiful thing in the, in the right way, right? Yeah. It's just uh, the star player's girlfriend basically dumps him and goes, fuck you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on the team and, and try to you know, make a go of it myself. Like I already mentioned, the owner uh, takes over the team from her divorced husband who's a prick. And all she wants to do is drive it into the ground because it's the only thing he ever loved. And yet here she is starting to love the team for her own self, not because her prick ex-husband, right? Right, um, right, right, right. You've got, you've got Marcus Mumford, who signed on for the soundtrack. So, who, by the way, and Laurent can tell you much more about this. He's an AFC Wimbledon fan. Uh, his ears just perked up. I saw it. So uh, the, the, the one thing, though, that I love and Laurent loves, if you've ever gone to a bar and hung out for, a, for an EPL game, you meet a couple of expats who are over here and watching the game. The vernacular, the vocabulary, the insults that they have are absolutely best in class. We have nothing at all like it here in the States. They do so well. They do so well to make sure that that makes it over here. You well, got the, well, the, the curmudgeonly the, the key, awful. The, the key thing, right, is it's their language. It's English. They should have the good <laughs> jokes. Uh, you know, well, they, it's, they, they, you know, they, uh, they have words like, they have words like persnickety. <laughs> <laughs> There's and and an by old, the way, uh, Mike, the, 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 Powers. The, the cricket has returned. Uh, the cricket is back, folks. So uh, welcome into the cricket to the show. Uh, that is uh, Lamont's sidekick, his garage. Can I give him a name? His name, is, uh, his name is Yaya Torre. He's the cricket. No, 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 no. He's got to be Yaya Torre, uh, former, former All right, that's hero uh, friend of mine. So, so the show is good. I have to watch it. I have not watched it. I know the original promo. 
I like Sudeikis. But again, like you said, the 75th uh, streaming channel, I don't have the Apple streaming because uh, I think that Steve Jobs is a fascist. I'm glad he's dead. And as I record this on an Apple device, I really find them to be completely evil. And having worked as an engineer on the Apple platform, I fucking hate it and I want them to go down. <laughs> so, so I avoided <laughs> well, Apple uh, as much as I can for a long time. Uh, and, it, it, and if Windows hadn't been so shitty for so long, I would still go back to it. But now they've locked me in. But I do not buy iPhones. I do not buy fucking earbuds. I do not buy uh, Apple products if I can avoid them as much as I can. So uh, Apple TV can go fuck. And that's the run, ladies and gentlemen, just in a quick... Just yeah, just in a quick snippet well, because, for those because, of you that aren't familiar. Because with you my know, buddy listen, Barack. the only difference between Steve Jobs and Hitler was that Steve Jobs was really good at technology. Had he tried to run a country, he would have done the same thing. He even had a uniform. That's a they wore, you know, what? They wore black it. turtlenecks. And instead of fucking jackboots, <laughs> they wore fucking New Balance. They would have had stormtroopers with comfortable shoes on instead of boots. And they all would have had iPhones. Right, and but they do um, now, right? So, so <laughs> what's wrong with that? That's funny. Come on. <laughs> anyway, so, <laughs> so the reason why we're in this sort of strange state of affairs is because Mike and I are really trying to push through. We're four podcasts in and we're tired and don't want to do one, but we're doing it anyway. And so, uh, and, and the, the slate of games didn't really help us either. So this is our Thursday preview. Uh, you know, the, the big games are, are coming later, later in the weekend, and that's Liverpool, Arsenal, Normally, I would not – the dog and the fucking cricket? Are you kidding me? I live in a wild fucking bunch. I'm waiting for the skunk to walk through this door because uh, a couple months ago, a skunk did walk into my house and sprayed my cat. So that happened. That was real. That was petrifying. He's spraying you. Next time. So, so Liverpool, Arsenal. Normally, this is a laugher and usually uh, an appointment viewing for Arsenal fan TV when, when Liverpool destroys Arsenal. But I don't think that's going to happen anymore. So I'm kind of bummed out about it. But uh, this, is, this is, again, one of those Anfield games where, where my theory gets tested. If Liverpool wins this game easily, then we'll know that Liverpool are, are legit or that Anfield has a problem because this is going to be a test for Liverpool and uh, I'm, I'm not super-duper concerned about uh, – I'll be, I'll be rooting for Arsenal like it was my fucking daughter's quinceanera, whatever the hell that is. Like, I'll be just over the moon, like, come on, Arsenal, you beautiful bastard. Put on that white dress. Win the dance. I'll dance with you. We'll wear tuxedos. Please, Arsenal, don't fuck it up. Just take the points and go home. So that's what happens when you get really deep into your team. You just root so hard against anything of hope. So the dominant, so I'm, this is going to segue really quickly. The teams that are really good are so dominant that a loss is a big deal, right? So it's kind of like the college football thing where like, hey, Alabama lost the game. That's a big fucking deal. So if Liverpool loses the game early, that's a big deal because last season they only dropped 20 points. Right. And, and the other thing is that Arsenal represents a good early season litmus test. Like you already mentioned, I'm the last one on that bandwagon and the last one to drink that Kool-Aid, but a lot of people around me are starting to, right? Mikel Arteta has got that going in the right direction. You can tell. Uh, they've you got two tell. wins on the bounce. Right. But I'm still waiting for a performance. They beat Fulham and West Ham. I don't give a shit. Okay. 
I'm beating semi- for semi-final a performance FA against Cup, a real team. Semi-final of the FA Cup. No, I know, and then I know. the Community Shield, they beat Liverpool. That's a trophy. It counts. I don't care. It counts. Yeah, I mean, we, we, it we counts did when go you win. this it last week. But it counts when you win. <laughs> right. That's right. But so, again, new season, new records. Everybody starts at zero. They're 2-0 right now. They look new great. Who this? But this is yeah. the – this is – Right. We're going to learn a lot about Arsenal this week. I'm telling you, if they, if they unhinge Lacazette and they allow him to continue to play through, he might be their best player this season. Forget Aubameyang. Forget Xhaka or anybody else in, on that team or Pepe. He might be their most critical player. If he continues to push forward, we've got a problem with Arsenal. Well, they need, an ama- they need an another amazing – they need an amazing performance out of any central defender. Because- well, of course. Of course, and I don't think either team's going to get a clean sheet here, right? Like, I think that that's probably... Well, no, 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 Liverpool could, but, but for Arsenal to win, somebody in the back line has to be incredible, right? Like, which is... Only, right. It has to be David Luiz, it has to be Rob Holding, has to be somebody has to be incredible because they're not good enough. They need someone to be, like, yeah. marshalling. Like, even though David Luiz sucks, he loses individual battles, but... Outside of losing individual battles where he's too slow, he knocks someone over and gets a red card, he does organize. You do see him pointing. He pushes people up. He moves them back. When he fucks up, it's because someone literally just runs right past him and he kicks them in the ass because he's like, oh. He or, he gives, or he gives him and son a goal 40 seconds after they've taken a lead from a great lock as that shot like they did in the North London Derby last year. Right. But I digress. Right. Anyway, right. we do have another – we have a derby this week. Derby, derby. I feel like such a prick saying derby, by the way. As you said, it's their language. They say derby, even though they spell it D-E-R-B-Y. I say derby. I'm sorry. It can be a derby. How do you say it? I don't give a shit. It's a rivalry <laughs> game. Okay? That's so, right. So this is, too, what, what, this is one of these uh, disappointing that there's not fans in the game. But Sheffield United, which we both sort of professed a little love for, they have fucking – swords on their crest they're called the blades sounds cool but till you find out that they're called the blades because it's the center for manufacturing of cutlery <laughs> <laughs> they are they are the headquarters of cut go knives right right they're like oh so badass we make kitchen knives and forks you fucking english cunts so <laughs> uh, and they're playing leads which have the great history if you ever want to learn about leads there's a lot of history uh, there's a good documentary on the Cup of 90. And then there's the movie Damn United. So this is a team with history. This is the Lancashire, some one of the thousands of counties in England. For a country that's the size of New York State, there's a lot of fucking teams and a lot of places. So uh, that would have been a good game to watch. But that's also on Sunday. Saturday, uh, there's nothing to get up for. Uh, Brighton Man United, I have special Brighton love. That's fine. Crystal Palace Everton, also undefeated. Everton's been fun. That's not super exciting. And then Burnley Southampton, that's for the fucking hardcore. And then West Brom Chelsea. The only thing interesting about West Brom is that whenever Chelsea lose to West Brom, a manager gets fired. So the last two times Chelsea has lost at the Hawthorns to West Brom, a, a manager has been fired. First, Mateo, Mate, uh, oh God, what the hell is his name? Whatever. Uh, Mateo fucking hell, the guy who won the Champions League for them. I can't remember his name. And, uh, <laughs> and um, Alex Vizboash got fired when he lost there as well. Uh, oh, the old AVB. Um, <laughs> how bad do you think West Brom would have to beat Chelsea for Frank Lampard to get sacked? Seven, eight, nothing? 
he can't. He, it's I'm not impossible. saying it's going to happen. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. Well, if they hit double digits, do you think it would? It would. It would have to be. It would have. It would have to be a meltdown. It would have to be like Royal Tenenbaums level meltdown, where Frank is just like ha- has pulls up one of his pants legs, takes his shirt off. He's wearing one shoe. He's wandering on a bitch. He's just like, <laughs> I'm done. Right. I, I was in love with uh, uh, after the. After I was the in love. I was time. in love. I was in love with Keppa, and I couldn't tell anyone. And right. now he's left the team, and I'm falling apart. I'm gonna cut my finger off. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. After the third time, Keppa scores on himself against West Brom. Frank Lampard just loses his fucking mind. Right. Yeah, I, he I just, he it, just starts wearing. You. He's wearing a wig, and he's just like talking to fucking Harry Redknapp about the old days, and, and just loses his mind. That's the only way. <laughs> Which would be fucking amazing uh, if that happened. I would be over the moon. Uh, my team, so Sunday's games, Man City plays Leicester. Would normally be a good game, but City never... Oh, my God. It would be way better than that. Wow. <laughs> Aveline just came in and scared the living shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. So we have a, we have a fourth podcaster. Uh, we have crickets, we have dogs, we have Aveline. Uh, that's Mike. Say hi. hi. Don't. Let me turn off the background so that you can actually see her. Uh, hi, Aveline. We're, she can't hear you. We're going we're gonna to need you. Know, she can't hear you at all. So, um, <laughs> Four. Um, so, and then, and so City plays Leicester. Not really that big of a deal. Uh, yeah, I can hear him. Oh, you can? How? Um, amazing. <laughs> uh and uh you know that's that's really the the main part of the week that we were looking forward to you know oh, there's one here that West Ham Wolves is interesting because West Ham's schedule is really tough this might be the only game they can win and if they don't they may end up 0 and 7 and then David Moyes will definitely get fired Aveline go back with mommy go there's nothing going which on which i'd here. hate to see huh oh you like it okay Look at her. Look at that beautiful Catholic school crest she's got on. Oh, oh fantastic. We're poisoning her. Nah. That's okay. <laughs> there are worse ways. There are worse ways. What are you doing, yeah, Aveline? That's, that's more poison than anything Aveline, else. Aveline, who's the best team in soccer? Daddy. What's the team called? Manchester City. Correct. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Add another half hour to her bedtime tonight. She's good to go. <laughs> She gets another episode of whatever she's watching. Just for that. <laughs> Aveline, careful. Don't click stuff. Otherwise, we're going to end up with ending this podcast. Aveline, you have to go with mommy. Come on, go. I'll be in soon. No, we're not going. Take your milk with you. Bye. Leave, leave that for daddy. <laughs> oh, my God. She is, she, she's the cutest thing. By the I way. know. I, by the way, uh, yeah, that, so no one can see her, but she was cute. Uh, she did scare the living shit out of me. <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> so wait, just as a quick recap, going this far in, I don't know how far we in are. We've got the cricket. We've got Aveline. We've got you screaming like a 17-year-old girl. Uh, what else? What else? We've got this Steve is, this Jobs is-, is worse than Hitler. Oh, God, there's so much good stuff in here. 
Uh, I don't, this I don't even know. We're, we're completely off the rails. Like this is, this would not go <laughs> uh, at any chance. Like this may just live in the archives of doom and gloom, but <laughs> this is, uh, this is our Ooh. best one. What do you have to say for, for Newcastle, Newcastle uh, and Tottenham? Um, I'm less worried than I was earlier in the week. I think Regulon was, will play at left back. Um, and I liked that today they had a Europa League game and they didn't really have to play the Stars. They gave Delhi a good run out and they came off at halftime. So I expect to see him at some point on Sunday. Kane and Lacelso came in for 30 minutes. They, they looked great. Son is a man possessed. He had a goal and two more assists. Um, I feel good, better than I should probably. Um, Newcastle is going to pose another tough challenge, but I think that Spurs – should go with that intention of winning the game, and they, they'll go to win it. And, and yeah. again, I'm waiting for the snake oil salesman to show back up. But listen, he has whatever he's done. He has just taken a mound of cocaine and just pushed Daniel Levy's bald head into it, and he's changed Daniel Levy forever. He's brought the checkbook out. He's got new players. He's got new blood in the side, and I'm rejuvenated as his first supporter, which will last. Another 72 hours, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so speaking of games that were today, City played the Carabao Cup. It was fun because we had young guys. It was fun. We actually have a crappy English striker who's 17 years old, who's Rory Delap's son, Liam Delap. And he literally was like, he's a big, tall English guy who heads the ball, threw an elbow, knocked out a goalkeeper. You know, like one of those guys. I was just like, yes, that's what I want. So he's like a, he's kind of, he's kind of got a, He's kind of got a, uh, what did you call it? A little bit of a Mitrovic flavor to him. Not that big because he's only 17, but that type of player. Like, good finish. Phil Foden was incredible. Like, one of those where you're just like, it's, you know, you see him with the the rest of the guys and he kind of just is here and there. But in a game where, like, everyone's looking for him, he was in, he's so good. (laughs) Just like, oh, shit. Did he play 90 minutes? He did. He Son did. of a bitch. That means he's probably not going to play on Sunday. All right. Oh, he'll play on Sunday. They, um, they only have 13 regulars. He's playing. Uh, oh, well, it must be tough. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, good. Um, that's, a, that's our fantasy commentary of the week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? As this thing is, is kind of a, a, a bit of a shit show, we should just wrap it up so I can go back inside and, and, and get my family together. So, Mike, let me let you go. We'll wrap it up. We'll see everybody on Monday uh, the, uh, with all the games done. And uh, this might be our best podcast because it's our worst. And the cricket continues and Mike doesn't say anything. Fantastic. <laughs> Later. That was the Squeaky Bum Time podcast with Mike Salerno and Laurent Cortines. This was a crap football crap pundit production we will return on mondays and thursdays for the premier league season we will talk about soccer and other things that interest us mike is crazy laurent is insane that's why it works